0: Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to our October 8th, 2022 edition of the SCL Mortgage Show. I'm Sandy Clough alongside Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. The number to call for SCL is 303-790-2222. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Larry... Good morning. Good morning, Sandy. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's
1: good to see you. Uh, a little yeah.
0: fall in the air this week.
1: Oh, uh, waking up and this morning, it was uh, foggy and it's chilly and the house is dark and it's, yeah, we we definitely have fall, which is okay. I'm I'm a fall kind of guy, so it's good.
0: We've done this before on the program. Uh, taking questions that your loan officers yes. and perhaps staff members ask of you questions they're getting frequently that they think might be fit for airing, and we will proceed along those lines. Uh, Lots of questions from people throughout your staff, loan officers, that you wanted to read. So I'll read and ask you the questions, and you will... uh, well, I Play thought... Karnak and divine the answers. Right? <laughs> I thought I
1: was going to read and you could answer the oh, question. Oh, no, 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 no. I,
0: I think we're better off this way.
1: Uh, so I put the envelope up on my yeah, head. That's and, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: The old Johnny Carson Karnak <laughs> routine. It was
1: awesome. That you, you will divine I the answer. Yeah. I mean, uh,
0: uh, that was a classic. Uh, this won't be quite as funny, but it may be more informative. Uh, Gina go. said... Can you talk about VA purchases and refinances at 100%?
1: Yep, that's exactly right, Sandy. Um, and, and we do a fair amount of VA loans. So I thought this was a really good question because our listeners may or may not know that. But on a VA loan, we are able to go up to 100% of the home's value uh, in a purchase or in a refi. if If you have the need and your home is valued at whatever the case 500 600 a million dollars you actually can take that money out there's no mortgage insurance there is uh, the underwriting guidelines are a little more lenient on a VA loan interest rates are still good and um, yeah like i said there's there's no mortgage insurance so you actually can borrow up to 100% of the loan's uh, of the appraisal which is it seems like a lot but that's the only program out there that you can do that with so it's a, for those of you who are veterans and need the cash please give us a call because we can we can help you
0: you have not hesitated to say that no VA program that you'll find anywhere else is any better than the one you offer?
1: You know, I I really believe that, Sandy. I really, really do. We do a lot of VA loans. We know how to process. We know how to how to close them. Um, we're I th- I think we're really good at it. We know the guidelines very, very well. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of veterans out there, and and we commend you for your service. And you we, a
0: veteran yourself? Of course, I,
1: I am. It, it was a long time ago, but I'm. It's one thing I'm I'm very proud of. Um have that uh, VA uh, eligibility form, and um, on my driver's license, I have a, a VA uh, sticker that allows me to get a little bit of discount when we go to Home Depot or Lowe's. And so, yeah, I'm very proud of it, and I can promise you we will take very good care of you. All right.
0: Steve had the following question. Should we consider an adjustable rate mortgage right now?
1: Well... <clears throat> You know, we talked about that maybe uh, a month ago or something about those lines. And here's the difference. Uh, VA, I'm, I'm sorry, adjustable rate mortgages used to have a lower interest rate than a fixed rate. But right now, they're very, very similar. So I would say, in answer to Steve's question, probably not, not right now. I think the difference between an adjustable rate mortgage and a fixed rate mortgage, the difference is so, so minute, so not very much. So I think today we're still better off with a fixed rate than we are with an adjustable because that's what an adjustable is going to do. That's They adjust after three years, five years, seven years. So it's going to adjust. So if you are interested in a, in a refinance for whatever reason, cash out or or a home purchase – I think the fixed rate is still the better way to go right now.
0: I'm asking you to do a bit of crystal ball gazing, but I'll, I'll phrase the question this way. Is it conceivable that you might have a different answer six months from now, a year from now?
1: It, it very, very much conceivable, yes, um, because we just don't know what the markets are doing. We don't know if fixed rates will continue to to go up a little bit more or – if the market for adjustable-rate mortgages is is really strong, then adjustable-rate mortgages will come down. So, yeah, if you ask me in six months from now, I could have a, a different answer. And And many times that is the case with adjustable-rate mortgages because they can be one or two or even more percent lower than a fixed rate. But today, not the case. So we would – we of course we're gonna. If somebody wants that, we're gonna we're gonna tell them what it is, tell them what the fixed rates are, and let them make the decision. But in my opinion, it's right now is not the time.
0: Robert asked, "Is it a good time to buy a house now, or wait until rates come down?" I well, think even
1: I could answer this. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a very. Um, uh, I think the crystal frequently asked question though yes it even absolutely though we've is. addressed
0: the subject quite a bit over the last few weeks and months, yeah, it still gets asked
1: all the time, all the time and and Robert, one of our employees, even asked, i know he um I know he has a home, and he's considering uh having an investment property so here here's the deal because you have to have a home. Everybody needs a home, whether it's an apartment, whether it's a house, whether it's a whatever. you got to have a roof over your head. So in my opinion, it is a good time to buy. Now, you could say, well, maybe rates are going to come down a little bit, or maybe maybe I should wait a little bit. I don't think there's any reason to stand on the sidelines and not uh, consummate that purchase. As you know, Sandy, I've been doing this for 34 years. And my wife and I just bought an investment property. So I think, yeah, rates ticked up a little bit, but rents are even higher. So we're going to be able to rent this house for much more than what the house payment's going to be. So yeah, and and we don't suspect that rents are going to come down. In fact, they've gone up like 20% over the past couple of years. So we think that is going to continue And there's just not much inventory on the market, and there's not a lot of um, uh, builder confidence out there, so they're not bringing homes out of the ground as fast. So we do have a bit of a squeeze on inventory out there. So all that combined makes this, I think, a good time to buy, whether it's your primary residence or an investment property.
0: And that leads us to Rebecca's question. And it is the inevitable outgrowth of all previous (laughs) questions. We've already discussed interest rates a little bit, but uh, Rebecca wondered exactly what do interest rates look like at the moment?
1: Uh, Gosh, Sandy, over the past week, uh, actually it's been over the past couple of weeks, I get notifications if interest rates are going up, if interest rates are coming down. And I get notifications, and that's usually... Prior to like fifteen minutes before it happens, so then we tell our loan officers if you um, <clears throat> excuse me if you have a loan to lock, it's it's good to do it right now. But in these past two or three weeks, I've gotten a plethora of emails: rates going up, rates going down, rates going up, rates going down. It's now I,
0: is all that true or oh yeah or,
1: yeah. So you you're tracking all this. And they go
0: up and they come down and they go up and they come down. So it's who knows
1: it's hard where to they're tell. going,
0: except that they tend to go up faster than they come down.
1: You're you're absolutely right. And that has been if I looked at every email I've gotten over the past two or three weeks, there's more that interest rates are going up yeah. as opposed to coming down. So I know that's not what people want to hear, but of course we're gonna we're gonna tell you the truth. And there's so many factors that go into this it's the bond market it's the stock market it's you know the 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 global economy is right here right now. so if somebody says something in Greece or Taiwan or whatever, all of a sudden markets could change interest rates could go up or or could come down but uh, like I said, my wife and I just bought this um, this rental property, and we still got a very good rate compared to overall the past fifty years. So in answer to that, I would say, if you have any need to close a loan right now let 's get it locked. Let's get it locked right now, and then we can then we can close it.
0: All right. We'll continue mm. to ask these questions because there are a lot more to come. And, of course, uh, we will be going a little bit later on to customer emails. So okay. we're uh, taking feedback and lots of it today and hopefully answering a lot of your questions at the same time. As the SCO Mortgage Show continues, Sandy Cleff alongside Larry Jager on Denver Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. And as we continue on the SCL Mortgage Show, Sandy Cleff with Larry Jager. We want to make mention of the phone number once again, by which you can contact any of Larry's fine loan officers, 303-790-2222. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And, Larry, as uh, we get set for uh, more questions, I-, I think we ought to... Uh, back up a little bit okay and tell people even if they have a question that we don't happen to address today they can call you at that number 303-790-2222 Absolutely. doesn't cost anything to ask questions
1: doesn't doesn't cost anything you can you can you can talk to me you can talk to any of our loan officers they're more than happy to to talk to you and and if that ends up uh, that you want to fill out an application that's great, and if you don't and just have questions, that's perfectly fine too. the The call is free. the 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 advice is free, and um, you know, there's a lot of that being asked right now, Sandy. So every conversation we have doesn't end up in a loan, which is okay. If, like we say on this show, Sandy, it's we're here to educate, inform, and and maybe we can entertain you, um, but that's our goal. The more knowledge you have the better off you are because then you, you have answers and you know what you should do, what you shouldn't do, maybe some, some suggestions that we hadn't or that you hadn't thought about and you can ask us. So it's absolutely, we have no problem with that.
0: MySpecialMortgage.com, of course, is the website, and uh, you've already used the word, so I can't use it again. You <laughs> use one of those uh, big words like plethora, but you have an abundance of information. Is and that, that you know, okay what, on that uh, particular website?
1: That's absolutely fine. That, there is a ton of it out there, and speaking of that, just about every page at the bottom of it has if you want to ask a question. So um, put in your name, put in your email address, and and um, and ask the question. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna blow you blow your phone up like some <laughs> some people do. I had one. Oh, gosh, where was it? I think I used a plumber this week, and oh, my, I, I don't even want to go there, Sandy <laughs> All but it was my phone, my email, my text, everything was blown up. I promise you we will not do that. But we will also answer your question on the air, and we will also text you or, or email you the answer to your question, and that's just fine. However you want to communicate, we're, we're there for you.
0: All right. Let's get back to our questions. Alexa asked, do I need reserves to finance a rental home?
1: You know what? Alexa is a uh, a senior processor with us and uh, didn't surprise me that she asked this question. She's also very smart and she's been doing this a fair amount of time. So um and I don't think we've ever talked about this, Sandy. And, and I, uh, my wife and I just bought this investment property. So we do have to verify that you have six months worth of reserves in an account somewhere. Could be any account. But let's say your payment is $2,000 a month. We have to verify that you have $12,000 somewhere. Because the the thought process is that, okay, this pay, maybe you don't rent this house right away. Or maybe... Whatever the case. And, and the underwriters want to know that you do have, <clears throat> excuse me, have reserves to be able to make that payment. So we have to verify that there's six months worth in there of reserves in, in any type of account. But I know Alexis probably seen this on different loans. So it's a very good question coming from her.
0: And Mark had his own question What are seller concessions? Have we ever talked about that? I don't believe so. I don't recall yeah. hearing the phrase.
1: No, it's um, it's a very good question. Mark Mark is uh, is a is a very good loan officer. So, when you go to purchase a home, you can ask the seller for seller concessions. So, could you pay or would you pay for some of my closing costs, or would you do this for me, or would you do that for me? And normally. Seller concessions um, is, it could be a very, a lot of things, but normally it's I would like you to pay for this for me. If you want this price on your home and I'm willing to give you that price, would you then consider um, ha- paying for part of my closing costs? Or on the house we just bought, um, we asked the seller for $1,500 to fix one little thing. And at first they, Sort of didn't want to, but then we thought, okay, well, we're giving you top price for your home. And and we we thought it was worth it, and and obviously we closed a couple weeks ago, but we asked for $1,500 to fix one particular thing. She said, okay, that's not a problem. So they sign a little amendment, and then when we get to the close, then $1,500 comes off of their net proceeds and goes to us. And I'm sure she thought, well, I'm getting a a fair market value for my house, which is what I wanted, and I'm okay with that. I think it was was a water heater that needed to be replaced. So um, everybody was uh, okay with it. So that's a seller concession.
0: All right. And it seems like something that is negotiable. Who does the negotiating exactly?
1: Yeah, yeah. So our realtor did that. That's typically she's 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 very, very good. Very good. Michelle Buer, if you want to buy a house, don't have a realtor, give us a call because we can uh, we can set you up with Michelle. And you know, it, it kind of makes sense because a realtor is likely to talk to a realtor. So the selling agent and the listing agent are in most cases two different people. So the seller are I mean the seller's agent We Michelle asked them if the seller would consider that. And Michelle said, yes, absolutely you should ask because of all these reasons. And it's not that much money. And the the, uh, appliance, the hot water heater, had been in there since the beginning or when the house was built. So we got that paid for. And it's all negotiable. Now, if you said, like if there was a tile roof and you said, well, I want you to replace the roof. Well, maybe, maybe they're not going to do that. But sometimes it happens, Sandy, if it's a, if it's a, a, a roof of asphalt uh, and, and the inspector says, yes, this needs to be replaced. Well, then somebody's got to do it or you split it or whatever the case is. But it's all negotiating. It's all everything's on the table. So it's um, and you need a good realtor to, to make that happen.
0: Mark would be a very good reporter because he actually has a follow up question. And I'm always impressed by reporters who ask follow-up questions because it means they've actually listened to the answer to their first question.
1: Right, right, exactly. (laughs) If you don't
0: listen to the answer, you can't ask a follow-up, right? And Mark asked if a given person could use those concessions to his, hers, or their advantage with your DPA.
1: Oh, absolutely, they can. Um, Down payment assistance, which is what DPA stands for. So that's a very good question, Mark, which is why he's a good loan officer. So you can use those concessions, whatever you can negotiate from the seller, you can use that toward your closing costs or you can use it toward your if you're buying down the rate or if you're if you have um origination points or discount points or or whatever it is. So um and you can say that yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. Use it toward your DPA. Now, you've got a down payment assistance program that covers a lot and if you can use some seller concessions to do that, I mean that's just more money in your pocket that you didn't have before. So Absolutely, you can use it, and I would suggest people do that all the time. This is from Nate.
0: What is an interest rate buy-down, and should I consider it?
1: Oh, boy. You know, um, Nate's also a very good loan officer, so he would, he would ask that. You know, I've done – when I was originating Loan Sandy, I have did that so many times I can't even count the number of times. So people say, um, I would like a lower rate. Can I buy this rate down? Well, yes, you absolutely can. So here's the biggest question. We can do the math, and you can say, okay, if you paid an extra half a point, you could buy this interest rate down. Or if you paid a point, you could buy this interest rate down to X amount. So it's very interesting when you do the math, it comes to a point where, okay, this makes sense or it doesn't make sense. And the biggest question is, what we have to our, our callers is, how long are you going to stay in the house? Well, I'm going to stay in it maybe forever. Okay, so then we can do the math and say, this interest rate buy-down makes sense up until this this percentage, right? Okay, you don't have to spend two or three or four four points or, or um, cost to buy that down, but there is a point – where it makes sense, and we're happy to do those um, that math for you. So it's a good, uh, very good question.
0: And finally, from Dave: Do I have to put twenty percent down to buy a house?
1: No, you absolutely don't. You, um, if you're a, a veteran, you don't have to put anything down to buy that house. If you, as we explained earlier, uh, exactly, exactly. And if you are a candidate for an FHA loan. You have to put three and a half percent down, unless you don't want to do that, and then you can use our down payment assistance program with and a credit score of six, uh, six uh, sixty sixty. It is now? now. No, I'm sorry, Sandy. It's six down to six forty. It is six forty. It okay. is. Yes, very good. Thank you. Um, we haven't mentioned that in a while. So, no, we and haven't, it, and
0: it has changed. It did. In the past
1: it was uh, it was 660 and then it went down to 640 right. so there's a lot of people that can qualify for that so you don't have to put as much as three and a half percent down but to avoid private mortgage insurance then you have to put 20 percent right. down so any combination of depending on what you have that you want to put down what you have in reserves what you don't have there's a lot of different options that we have available for you
0: that's Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. I'm Sandy Clough, and we'll continue with the SCL Mortgage Show with customer emails next on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. The SCL Mortgage Show continues now on Denver Sports Station 104.3. The fans, Sandy Cleff, alongside Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. 303-790-2222 is the number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And we will be reading over the next uh, eight or nine minutes from customer emails, all emails that have come in within the last week. So these questions are fresh and you can answer uh within days of receiving these emails these questions with uh up-to-date knowledge, as we say.
1: Uh yeah, that's correct. I'm I'm looking at dates on these, and they have all come in the first week in October. So uh, very fresh, very uh very legitimate and, and interesting questions. So um and you know, Sandy, I'm sure all of these questions um, they've already talked to a loan officer because our loan officers don't let any grass grow under their feet um when the leads the the callers the questions the emails come in to us, we have somebody that disperses those right away and they're called so uh let's see this is from Don who said i've been listening to your show for a few weeks a few weeks now, and have found it very valuable. My cousin and I are currently renting." and our rent is going up again next year. Is it possible for us to purchase a home together even if we are not an immediate family? That's a really good question, a really good question. And typically you think of um, if somebody wants to buy a house, maybe it's their first-time house, uh, first-time buyer, and they need a co-signer. So normally they would go to mom or dad or the um, you know sibling or or whatever but in this case these two um are not married oh my cousin and i so they're they're not immediate family but they can buy a house together absolutely absolutely you can so uh we both have good income uh but we may need help getting a down payment together well there i would say we have a down payment assistance program and between the two of you, and I'm sure you both have jobs, so let's figure out a way to get you into that house. And and you're right, rents keep going up every year, every year. So good for you, Don. Um, okay, this came from Betty. My husband and I are shopping for a home loan, even though the market is better, uh, but we're still getting beat out by cash buyers. I saw on Facebook that you have a new loan program called Cash Compete. Can you explain this to me well um I honestly didn't know we were on Facebook and I'm sure that's <laughs> that's <laughs> Kerry's doing so good for him um and he's probably got our programs out there everywhere so that that's good i'm I'm glad you saw us um so yes, we do have this program called Cash Compete, which is. Something that I, my wife, and I used as well because we, there's a certain process we have to go through. You have to find the house. We have to get you pre approved so we know that you can qualify for the loan. And then we can actually give you the down payment or the, the cash you need to close. Let's say, for example, that you wanted, to buy, um, a, you wanted to buy a house and you needed 5% down. So we just have to verify that you have the 5%, and then we can give you the 95%. So you can go to uh, that seller and say that I am going to make a cash offer, and we can close in 10, 12 days, and then likely your offer is going to go to the top. I mean, not too many people can deal with a cash offer. So uh, that's a great, great question, Betty. So we're going to get you some cash so you can compete with those people that that have cash. Uh, Okay, this came from Kim. She said, I am retired and reasonably comfortable. However, I would like to have a little more money to do some traveling. My house has paid off, and I'm interested in how your reverse mortgage may help me. Well, um, Kim, I'm I'm sure you know if you've listened to the show or on our website we've talked about, you need to be typically at 62 years of age and older. But we also have another program that was recently introduced if you're 55 years and older. So we may be able to most likely can help you with a reverse mortgage. And, and if your house is paid off, that's a very, very simple thing to do. So, yeah, it's, you know, you paid off your house, you've got all this equity there, and it's yours to do with whatever you want. So um, if you want to have traveling is um, something you want to do, then let's make that happen for you. Okay, so uh, let's see. This came from Adam who said, uh, interested in more info on either a HELOC or refi with cash option to help pay down debt from inflation. Well, you know what? It's uh, I, I'd like to not talk about inflation, but inflation is here. It it, it just is. Um, it It happens to you at the grocery store. It happens to you at the gas pump. It happens to you a, a lot of places, and um, even in restaurants, you know, you can, you it just prices have gone up, and um, I, I get it. So we can uh, we do have helocs, we do have uh, second trustees, and if it makes sense for you to do a cash out option, we can talk to you about that as well. So a lot of options we can talk to you about, uh, Adam. Uh, okay. So this came from Todd, who said, looking to consolidate debt, my wife owns her own business working from home. Okay, so here's what we could do, Todd. We could look at your wife's bank statements. Maybe that's a better way to qualify her for a mortgage. And then you, if you are working, we can look at your W-2s and pay stubs. Can we? We're able to combine both of those. So we can use one bank statement and one W-2 pay stub. And if she owns a business and um, all she has to be is self-employed for – actually, it's two years. But if there's self-employed income prior, then it's only one year. So um, great question. And um, thanks, uh, thanks, Todd. Okay, this came from um, Renee who said – I'm interested in a jumbo reverse mortgage for 55 years and older. Okay, so that that's perfectly fine. As 55 years is just fine um, in a in a reverse mortgage, and there's no. Um, she said a jumbo reverse. So, it, in in the reverse mortgages, they don't really um, go with Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac loan limits. And, oh, by the way, those just went up again coming in 2023. Now the loan limit is like 715000 I don't want to tell you what it was when I got into this business. <laughs> it was a lot lower. A lot lower. A lot lower. So, um, <clears throat> yes, and it turns out she's from uh, Nashville, and uh, we are licensed in, in Tennessee, so absolutely not a problem there. Okay, do we have time for one or two more? Two more. Okay, got it. So, Larry, we have heard you on the fan with Sandy talking about land loans. So can someone call us about that? Okay. Well, thanks. For, and this is from? This is from, I'm sorry, uh, Dwayne. Oh, here we go. Dwayne. This is from Edward. Dwayne. Um, <clears throat> yes, we have talked about land loans. I think we have yep. got it all covered Um Sandy, we have land loans, we have single family construction loans, and of course we have perm loans, and we have reverse mortgages. We have, uh, I think, all the bases covered. So thank you for being a listener, and um, Sandy's right here with me again. We pulled him out of retirement, and we wouldn't let him do that. So he's, if you want to hear Sandy, you got to tune in to our show. And then also there's, uh, maybe you can tell us at the end of the show what you're going to do. Yeah. I'd like to hear it.
0: There'll be uh, some coming attractions.
1: Okay. Very Here good. Here and there. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, yes, we're, we're going to have a loan officer call you. I'm sure they have already. Okay. Then we have something from, um, oh, this is another Don. I'm sorry, not Dwayne, but Don, who said, <clears throat> we have heard you on your podcast. We are in New Hampshire and need a loan. I think you call it a cash out loan. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast, and that's really great about podcasts. You can hear it anytime, anywhere, in whatever state you're in. So, um, yeah, I'm sure a loan officer's called you. We can talk to you about a cash-out loan, and we are licensed in Nebraska, so happy to do that, and thanks for uh, mm-hmm. listening.
0: So our thanks. We uh, started with Don and ended with a Don. Oh, we did? Uh, okay. Don, Betty, Kim, Adam, Todd, Renee. Dwayne and Don, our thanks for your email questions. We'll be back with more next week. And again, they'll be current as uh, all questions are via email on the SCL Mortgage Show. We'll get back to questions that have been posed by SCL staffers that we have been answering already on this program today. And we'll continue with those questions next as the SCL Mortgage Show moves on. This is Denver Sports Station. 104.3 104.3 The Fan. And we continue now our final segment for this Saturday morning, October 8th, 2022. Sandy Clef, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. 303-790-2222 is the SCL number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. We have more questions here from your staffers. and Net asking... What if I buy a home that needs a lot of renovation? What do I do?
1: Uh, Well, we have a program for that as well. And um, I think Annette, she's a very good loan officer. She wanted uh, us to talk about that because I don't know that we've talked about it at length. So we do have a renovation program, and it, it's pretty cool, Sandy. You, if you want to do paint, carpet, and drapes, we could do that. If you want to remodel your kitchen, we can do that. And it's even expanded to the point if you want to have some outdoor cooking space or a pool or any of that, you can do that as well. Now maybe there's not a lot of people thinking about pools right now because of your comment earlier that when you wake up in the morning it's a little <laughs> chillier and it's a little darker outside, but that's okay. But uh, it, it, it's a good time to do that, you know. If you don't want to move, you don't want to buy a new house. You you sometimes it's um, it's just renovating your home and making it into what you want or maybe it hasn't you haven't done any renovation for a while so long story short we do have a renovation loan it's a very good loan so we're happy to help you with that
0: all right uh nick was wondering on uh a customer's behalf perhaps i would like to buy a home but i'm very nervous about inflation and possible recession
1: ah uh, well you know that's on everybody's mind these days it's uh it's real it's out there and they say if we have i think it's uh, negative gdp numbers for two quarters in a row we're in re- in uh, in a recession so you know but here's here's my my thought on that you have to have a place to live now if you want to rent and continue paying a high amount of rent and it's going to go up every year every year every year just the way it is and then <clears throat> i would say it's okay you've got to get off the sidelines you've got to make that step and it's it's you, one you're going to be have a mortgage and you're going to pay your mortgage as opposed to your landlord's mortgage so um talk to us we can tell you all the all the right reasons that you want to buy a home i think it's a good time maybe prices have come down just a tiny bit and um, we just have so many different loan programs for you. So, uh, Nick, you, you do want to buy a house, and I think it's still a good time.
0: All right. This is another question. What if I buy a home and it depreciates in value?
1: Okay. Well, maybe this person uh, heard us on the show, but there's only two times in this country that homes have depreciated. One was back in the 30s, and those were, that was an interesting time. I can't say that I was around at that time, but I've certainly read about it. But the other time was in 2008, 2009, maybe 2010. And maybe somebody still remembers that part, that if you were around in those days. But you know what? Here's the deal. They always, always come back. And a lot of people got freaked out in 2009 and 10 because, oh my gosh, I owe more on my home than it's what it's worth. Well, that doesn't mean you want to sell. So you just sit there and you pay your mortgage and you have a roof over your head and it's all good. And look what's happened in the last, uh, what, uh, 12 years? I mean, values have gone up like crazy. So if you didn't panic and you didn't sell you you would be in really really good shape today. So, yeah, I, I me I've I love real estate. I've always loved real estate. It's always been something you should have in your portfolio. So, I would not worry about that. And and even one step further back in 2008 and 9, there were some really crazy loan programs out there that um probably should not have happened and and that was part of the cause of that mortgage meltdown. Or and and homes depreciating. So, um, if you'd like to talk to me, give me a call. I'd be happy to tell you about that.
0: All right. And this from Amanda. Some people have asked her about
1: the interest rates on land loans. You know, um, I know that is the case. I know I talk to Amanda on um, uh, every once in a while. And because we've been talking about land loans on the radio, Sandy, so some people have asked her, so she wanted us to talk about it again. Interestingly, you know, um land loans have a very, very good rate right now. It's even a little bit lower than our conventional rates. So we're down in like five and a half, five and three quarter percent, which is very, very good for a land loan. And so um <clears throat> now you do have to put uh between 25 and 30% down but typically a land loan or what you're going to pay for uh, a lot or or land is not it's not this, it's not the same as the cost of a house. So that 20 or 25 30% is going to be a lot less. But those interest rates are really really good and you don't have to have plans in mind to build in 6 months or 9 months or whatever. You can carry that land loan for a long long time if you like.
0: And finally, this is from Nathan, from a customer who is wondering if I do buy a home, do I need to pay, and should I get an inspection report
1: uh that's a very good question, and the answer in my opinion, is always yes that That can save you a lot of money home inspections are you know between six hundred and maybe eight hundred dollars. And you say, well, mm-hmm. I've, I've looked at the home, and nothing, everything looks fine to me. But, but no. back
0: to the water heater issue that you exactly,
1: spoke of. Exactly, exactly. Now, this seller was pretty convinced that they had replaced the water heater in, I think it was like three or four years. But she looked at her records, and no, I'm sorry, um, Mr. and Mrs. Jagger, we haven't replaced it. So now this water heater was coming upon its, its normal life. So um so we had to get it we had to get it fixed and the the person who did the the inspection I mean these inspections are it's I think there was like 60 pages of the inspection and most everything was really good but he pointed out that the water heater in this serial number and this age looks like it's about 14 years old and it turns out it was so I would say to to everybody who's buying a home do not waive the inspection do not waive the appraisal you want to do that it could save you a lot of money down the road so let your um
0: money and headaches
1: <laughs> exactly exactly cuz you don't know what you don't know we're not all home inspectors <laughs> they really do a thorough thorough job of that so my mind in my opinion it's well worth the money
0: i've had that experience recently with house inspections. Uh-huh. And they are thorough.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and sometimes they're a little bit inconvenient, but yeah. well worth future problems to have anything that's possibly a problem identified.
1: You know, right up front. You're right Sandy because they look at hot water heaters, they look yes. at furnaces, they look at they look at air conditioners, they look at everything. I mean, in our case, they even actually turned the furnace on, uh, and the furnace and okay. the um, um, the burners on yes. the on the yes. on that, and also on the, the fireplace. They wanted to know everything that was working. So <laughs> it's well worth the seven hundred or eight hundred bucks that you're going to pay.
0: Well, we know it's been a newsy week in football.
1: Yeah, whether it be. The
0: NFL or the major college ranks, so-called major college ranks around here, because certainly from CSU's perspective and CU's having changed coaches uh, this week, there's a lot more going on that's uh, disappointing as opposed to uh, uplifting. But uh, you had a question this week, and we uh, like to finish on uh, sometimes a lighter note I don't okay. know that this is a lighter question but you had one
1: <laughs> i i actually have two so uh <laughs> are you at liberty to say what you're uh going to do in terms of the nfl or if you if you can't then that's okay i'll i'll go on to my next question
0: well i'll leave the station to uh, uh fill people in on that but uh we do a show with you each week. Right. That's uh, one hour in length, and there will be a David Carl coaches show. The head coach of the national championship DU Pioneers won yep. ninth national title. Yeah, that's uh, This cool. past spring, very very cool. Yeah. And uh, David is the youngest coach to win a hockey title on the collegiate level since I didn't 1963. Know that. Oh, I didn't know. That. Thirty-two years and five months to the day. Wow! When DU defeated Minnesota State five to one, I remember in the Frozen Four for a national title. That is their second in the last six years. They seem to win them in bunches. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they they, they won it fifty-eight, sixty, sixty-one, sixty-eight, sixty-nine. O four, O five, seventeen, and twenty two. So they tend to be they, concentrated. They, right. Once right. they do it a first time in a particular era, they tend to do it again, and they are number one rank going into the season. So uh, we so, will be starting this week with uh, the David Carl show. In fact, we've started already this week with the, the David Carl show, uh, the David Carl coaches show. And uh, we will be carrying, of course, uh, as we have in the past, DU hockey. Right. And uh, they are uh, uh, going up against, uh, I believe, Maine tonight. They played uh, Notre Dame last night, but uh, preseason number one in uh, national college hockey. So, uh, uh, quick football.
1: Okay, quick question. I've heard uh, some guys talking on the fan about maybe Nathaniel Hackett's job is not so secure. And I think, no, you can't get rid of him. But I I, I need Not after you. one year. No, that. it
0: won't happen after one year. And uh, they did bring in a clock management consultant or a game management consultant uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, as we've seen, to uh, somewhat mixed uh, results. But, uh, you know, Sean Payton is out there. And right. he seems open to the idea of coaching again oh, at some okay. point. So anytime mm. there are problems and many teams in the NFL have problems, there are very few teams in the NFL you can trust from week to week.
1: Right. Isn't that uh, you the can case? count them on one hand. Yeah, you might not the... need
0: more than two or three fingers, as a matter of fact. So uh, a, a lot of teams are still, even a quarter of the way into the season, Sort of uncertain as to how good or not good uh, they are. So uh, uh, he won't be fired during the season. He won't be fired after the season, and we can put uh, put, put that, that aside. notion to rest. Okay. Although there are legitimate concerns, yeah, yeah, uh, about him, even as a first-year coach. Fair is fair, and uh, the Broncos have had three first-time head coaches in a row now. I know, and uh, the results have not been very good. Uh, to date. All right. We'll see you next Saturday. I'll, look I'll be to here, it.
1: Sandy. Thank you. It's
0: That's the SCL here. Mortgage Show for this week. I'm Sandy Cleff for Larry Jager, right here on Denver Sports Station, one oh four three the fan.